All right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. All right, so here we are. It's Wednesday. It's August the 12th of 2020. Thanks for having us on this morning. How you feeling? I'm good. What about you? You know, it's weird. I had so many messages from people who were surprised at Joe Biden's vice presidential pick. Yeah. Many people thought that was going to be you. You're really? very presidential, yeah. Yeah, I, yes. So when I say the word Kamala, what are you thinking? Well, a wrestler. Yeah, it's a big week for Kamala's, right? We yes. The sad passing of a former WWE superstar, mm-hmm. Kamala. And there's now Kamala Harris, who is going to be the VP mm-hmm. uh, running mate of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. I saw a thing this morning that was showing Biden as he was making the call to her. It was like a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. And he had his notes in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, make sure you say it right. Because this is a big deal, right? Gosh, what if he didn't? Like, and he messed it up? Yes. I mean, somebody writes those presidential speeches for the most part. I would be the person that messed it up. Oh, my gosh. There's no telling what you would say. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, we know that uh, we're still waiting to see what's going to happen with the rest of college football because that's a big story. You know, we're seeing these different conferences come in and say, hey, we're not going to play. We're going to postpone until the spring, et cetera. Uh, But then we still have a couple of conferences like the Sun Belt, which is Arkansas State's conference mm-hmm. and the sec which is uh the razorbacks conference they're saying no nah, we're gonna try to play so we'll see how that goes yes. because a lot of people are thinking once one of them and multiple start to kind of say hey we're gonna push like a domino effect that all of them have to yeah. push but there's a few of them who are going no nah, we don't want to move it so i don't know there's lots of different opinions on that yeah. it's so, your popcorn out yeah we'll watch that as we go throughout the day because i think there's probably going to be more news on that throughout the day again today's august 12th world elephant day oh who's your favorite elephant uh, is there only one Dumbo, I think? Yeah. Is there another one? I don't think so. No? Okay. I'm trying to think. Kai was so excited. We did a circus one time, and uh, Kai got to ride an elephant. He mm-hmm. was so excited. Yes. He actually loved the elephant so much, he got this trunk. It was a trunk. It was an elastic band that would wrap around his head, and the trunk would hang off of his nose. So when we got that, and Kai wasn't around, <laughs> I wore it. Uh-huh. You can only imagine. Uh (laughs) What? On my nose. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so the year was 1994, and John Michael Montgomery had the number one song in country music on this day. Let's see if you remember this one. I know you've heard that worn out line about love at first sight. Well, I never knew those words were true You walked in tonight All it took was just one book Knocking me off of my feet I'm not a man of many words So I'll make this short and sweet Here we go, number 194 Could you, would you, ain't you gonna If I ask you, would you wanna be my baby tonight? Yeah, take a chance, slow dance Make a little romance John Michael Montgomery with a number one. I'm not trying to come on like some rhinestone Romeo. I'm looking for a whole lot more than a one-night road. What can I do to prove to you I'm laying it on the line? I'll even get down on my knees just to beg you one more time. One more time, Kelly. Here we go. John Michael Montgomery and Be My Baby Tonight was number one on this day in 1994. What's happening with your favorite celebrities? Brandon Baxter in the morning's got your gossip. Well, get ready because Will Smith is making a comeback with a reboot of a very popular 90s television show. 
I don't know if you spent much time watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I did, every episode. I did too. Love that show. And now we're getting a reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but now there's going to be a different take on it because they're going to spin this into more of a dramatic type mm-hmm. of a show. It's not going to be a sitcom, a you know, situational comedy. They're going drama, but we do know that The Fresh Prince is coming back to television. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute just sitting right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel-Air. You still know all the words? I think I do, too. In West Philadelphia, right? Yeah. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and all shooting some b ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood, I got in one little fight, and my mom got scared and said, You're moving with your auntie and uncle and Anyway, so Will Smith and the Fresh Prince is making a comeback. We'll keep you up to date when we get more information. So every year, Forbes puts out a list and ranks the highest paid actors. So here's this year's top 10 according to Forbes. Now, Top 10, starting at 10, Jackie Chan, 40 million. That mostly comes from the Chinese box office, and he also has a lot of endorsements. Adam Sandler, Will Smith, Lin Manuel Miranda for Hamilton at 45 million. Wow. Okay, we're going to go Bollywood actor Akshay Kumar, Vin Diesel at number five, Ben Affleck at number four, Mark Wahlberg at number three, Ryan Reynolds at number two, and for the second year in a row, The Rock topped Forbes' list of the highest paid actors. He raked in an estimated. $87.5 $87.5 million this past year. That is so insane. And also a fun fact, this is the first year in a while that the list wasn't dominated by Marvel actors. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, congratulations to The Rock. I wonder if he'll loan me some money. Sure. One of my favorite things about The Rock was in his struggling days early on in his life, he remembers uh, being around Memphis and had to have a buddy of ours buy a car for him. And at one point he had seven bucks in his wallet. That's it. $7. And that's the reason his entertainment company is 7 Bucks Entertainment. It's because of that. $7 to his name. And now what was it? How many? 80-something? Uh, let's see. $87.5 million. Congratulations to The Rock. Also, congratulations to Ed Sheeran, who I guess we didn't know this because they've kept it quiet during the quarantine, but he's expecting his first child. Aww. So let me go ahead and say I didn't even realize he was married. I don't think I did either. So, congratulations (laughs) to he and his wife. Of course, Ed Sheeran is known for songs like this. Baby, I'm dancing in the dark. Songs like this. And songs like this. Place your head on my beating heart. So, congratulations to Ed Sheeran. gossip on Bindi Irwin. So she is the daughter of the late Steve Irwin and she's all grown up. She's 22. She's married and she has a baby on the way. She announced the news through Instagram that she and her husband Chandler Powell are expecting their first child together. She captioned the photo, Baby Wildlife Warrior due out 2021. And it's really cute. They have on their little zoo outfits. And then there's a little baby newborn zoo outfit that they're holding up. Really sweet picture. You can check it out on her Instagram account. Just search Bindi Sue Irwin. There you go. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Unfortunately, I have realized something about myself that I thought I would go ahead and uh, admit publicly. And if I admit it publicly, it means it's okay. Okay. Like this is my personal meeting. Hello, my name is Brandon and I have a problem. My problem is happiness comes from food. Man. And I hate that fact because I was on a good roll yesterday. Day number one of my diet. It was good, 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 good. Dang it, I went and got a blizzard from DQ. And then I had lasagna. Yeah. Yesterday, all morning, good, good, good. Lunch, good, good, good. It's a certain time that does it, isn't it? Man, it's like after five o'clock, I get weak. Uh huh. So my diet was so good. I was so proud of myself. I had a protein shake, all these different things. And then last night, I had pizza and chicken wings. <laughs> but it's well, maybe so good. It's a different kind of diet. Yeah. You, you're inventing a new kind. Yeah, eat whatever you want if it fits your macros. <laughs> I've seen that. I've tried that. It doesn't really work so well. <laughs> Because the deal is, oh, well, I have so many calories I can take in in a day, so I'm just going to eat ice cream. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know if it works like that. No, it doesn't work like that. But, man, 
And so, like, my deal is maybe if I'm going to have bad food, I should eat it for lunch. And that way I have the rest of the day to try to work it off and then eat that light dinner. But there's something about that time of day, man. No, I'm with you. Or it's like I've survived everything. I need to treat myself. I've survived today. We argue a lot, but I'm going to say that I completely agree 100% on that. I'm the same way. So food is your happiness. Oh, yeah. Food is your weakness. (laughs) Yes. We are in this boat together. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so school goes back in less than two weeks for just about everybody, Mm -hmm. right? It's a big deal. We're watching that. What's going to happen with that? We're watching football, college football, and these conferences saying they're not going to play or they're going to postpone until the spring or whatever the stories are going to be. But some people are already worried about Halloween. They're worried about October 31st because I know people who say Halloween is their favorite holiday. I know people who have their birthday on Halloween and have a huge party every single year. Costume party, all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So uh, Halloween, there's all kinds of questions about it. Like if we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're supposed Mm. to be socially distant and we're supposed to be covering our faces with masks and things like that, are kids going to be able to go out and trick or treat? Will there be trunk or treat events? Will Mm. churches be doing their things? We have all these questions. So will Halloween happen in 2020? Nobody really has the answer to that just yet. But there are a lot of companies who make a lot of money on Halloween. Yeah. Not only the costumes, but the people who do the candy as well. Mm-hmm. Think about how much candy is sold around Halloween. Basically, everybody goes out and buys yes. something. So stores are putting Halloween stuff out early to try to get a jump on everybody else with the idea, number one, that we walk by and we're like, hey, I think I want that. And number two, that we start stocking up now in the event that Halloween is canceled, we've already bought, we've already bought the stuff. Genius. So they say that typically the stuff doesn't go out for another three to four weeks in a lot of stores, but... They got the jump, and in many stores, you'll find it out now. So you're walking by, <sighs> and you see your favorite Halloween candy today. Yeah. Do you grab it? I saw some last week, and I stopped. It was one of those center things in the middle of the aisle, and it was mm-hmm. the candy corn, like the flavored candy corn, and huh. I picked it up. And I looked at it, and I thought, oh, and I looked up at the price, like three fifty. dollars See, if I see the pumpkins by themselves, oh my gosh, I'm grabbing the bag. Those big pumpkins are the best. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Halloween, will it happen? We don't know, but we do know the candy is already in stores, so you can be happy with that. I think I want to find some of those big pumpkins today. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 40-year-old guy named Willie was arrested in Fort Pierce, Florida, when police found him and his brother fighting in the street. Well, the police found four bags of marijuana and ecstasy in his pockets. But there was a perfectly good explanation. Willie said they weren't his drugs. A stranger walking by had given him the pants and he had put them on. <laughs> Willie? He had no idea about anything in the pockets. Oh, I mean, it sounds reasonable. I mean, almost like he could be telling the truth. Oh, yeah. Well, the cops didn't ex- accept the I'm wearing a stranger's pants excuse and Willie was arrested for battery and drug possession charges. Wow. But speaking of wearing a stranger's pair of pants. Oh, no. Did you know there is a study out showing where 90% of the women that wear yoga pants don't even do yoga? Are you serious? And 100% of men don't care. (laughs) And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Your K-Fine Breakfast Club is today, powered by Families, Inc. Lots of great guests lined up. Uh, Also today, don't forget the Nutrition Hub on Caraway Road. So we miss our buddies over there because of the pandemic. We've uh, been isolated to the studio and we're really not allowed out in public at this point, (laughs) but uh, we miss our friends over there. And if you want to stop by this morning for an aloe shot, an energy tea and a protein shake, man, that's the way to do it right there at the Nutrition. And it's easy and they do curbside service. You can just pull right on up. Boom. Easy like that. Plus, don't forget also in Paragould, they have their location. It's their sister location. It's called the Healthy Hub. It's on Linwood Drive. You can stop by and check them out at either location this morning. You can start your day the nutritious and healthy way with the Nutrition Hub and the Healthy Hub. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Wednesday, August the 12th of 2020. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. 
Happy birthday goes out to Robert Walker of Jonesboro. Kara Epps from Wynn celebrates today. Mike Hill of Paragould. Josh Smith of Jonesboro. Benny Ross, happy birthday. Meredith White from Hoxie. Braxton Cooks of Truman is 13. Love Mom, Dad, Rudy, and Boog. We have Paula Durbin of Pocahontas. Happy birthday from your daughter Angie. And Tommy Kimball of Harrisburg is 72 years young today. So happy birthday from Franklin. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Bex Taylor Kloss is 26. That's Audrey on MTV Scream. Kara DeLevine uh, is, did I say that right, Brandon? Uh, I don't think so. DeLevine. Delavine. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Well, she's 28. That's the Enchantress in Suicide Squad. Casey Affleck is 45. That's Ben's talented little brother. He was in Gone Baby Gone, Ocean's Eleven, and Good Will Hunting. Pete Sampras is 49 today. Tennis star married to Bridget Wilson. Peter Krause is 55. That's Adam Braverman on Parenthood and Nate Fisher on Six Feet Under. And happy birthday today to... Sir Mix a lot. Oh yeah. He is 57 today. Come on now. Baby got Kelly describes herself as that. I like them round and big. And when I'm throwing a gig, I just can't help myself. I'm acting like I am. like this song too. Because I dance. Double up. Instagram live while Brandon dances. So it makes a lot. You're almost 60. What are you talking like that? Okay, sir, makes a lot. I don't know if I've ever listened to all the words like that. We used to play it. We still do on our pop station. So there you go. Happy birthday, sir, makes a lot. 57. Yep, baby got back. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So creatures of habit, that is what we are. There are many things we do the same every day, and we really don't think about how we're doing them the same. So as I give you these things that creatures of habit do, I want you to tell me if you do these and if you're in the car at work or listening on the podcast, you can play along as well. Creatures of habit sleep on the same side of the bed every night. Yes. Me too. Uh, They sit in the exact same spot on the sofa every time. No. You don't? Mm -mm. I have my spot. And if somebody's in my spot, I'm like, Hey, could you scoot over? My husband has a spot. Because that's my spot. Uh, They say we pretty much have the same bedtime routine. We're a creature of habit. It's always the same. Yeah. I know exactly what I do right before bed. I touch my alarm clock, and I make sure my alarm is set, and I have my phone open with those alarms, too, to make sure I have Mm -hmm. three alarms set just in case. Many people, as creatures of habit, style their hair the exact same way every day. There's no sense in you even saying anything. You've had the same hair since 12th grade. I have. Or before. I'm proud of it. How long has it been the same? How long have you had your hairstyle? Listen, it doesn't matter because I have no hair. (laughs) We wear the same outfits over and over because we feel comfortable in those outfits. We shop at the same stores. We don't venture out as much. We use the same brand of toilet paper. We eat the same breakfast. Like these are all creature of habit type of things. We buy the same foods at the grocery Mm -hmm. store. And I'm kind of like that. Yeah. Like, I really envy those people who go real creative and try all these different things. I don't do that very much. Yeah. My family likes what they like, and that's just kind of what I buy. And creatures of habit like to eat the same or or dinner at the same basic time. And see, we're all over the Mm -hmm. place. Like, sometimes it's a 530 dinner, then we're hungry again for the second dinner, dinner number two at nine. Yes. Sometimes it's 845 before we eat. Never the same for us. But all creatures of habit. Many of us... Have the same things. We don't really think about it. We don't think about, oh, I sit in the same spot, style my hair the same way, do the same thing before bed. But many of us, we become comfortable in that routine 
And that's just what we do. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you're looking for a quick getaway, some quick and easy vacation, because you're like, oh my gosh, school starts in like a week and a half. Yeah. Or for some kids, two weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a list out of the top places you can go for a quick and easy vacation. Big city wise. Okay. Las Vegas is number one. And I'm telling you, that city can be fun. Yeah. But maybe not the best city to take the whole family. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yes. So San Francisco is on the list in the big cities, Washington, D.C., and Oklahoma City. Hmm. Okay, so mid-sized cities, we're kind of lucky for this one because this one's close. St. Louis is there, and Tampa, Orlando, and Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. And if you're looking for the best small cities out there, according to a recent uh, research study, they say Charleston, South Carolina, Newport Beach, California, Santa Barbara, California, and South Bend, Indiana. Man. So if you're looking for that... Last minute, the quick and easy vacation, you can go to any of those places. Where would you go? If you had like, okay, we have a quick weekend getaway, it's you and your husband and the kids, and would you go a drive, probably a drive away? It'd be, it'd be the beach, no doubt. So you drive to the beach? Mm-hmm. No doubt. All right. Which beach? It doesn't matter. Any First beach. How about Craighead Forest Beach? Okay. Country music news. K-Fine. Country music news. On Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Dan and Shay waited as long as they could to announce that they were canceling their 2020 tour. But by June, it was it was clear that just about everything was going to be canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. So there is some good news, though. Dan and Shay just announced more than 30 tour dates. Now, it feels a long way off right this moment, but the new dates are not going to begin until Labor Day of 2021. Oh, my gosh. More than I, a year away. Right. But I, this is what they I say. We promise when we come back in 2021 that the shows will be even bigger and better than, ever were, than they ever were before. So they're eager to be back. But... Close to here as far as next year, November 14th, Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, November 20th, New Orleans, and November 21st, Dallas, Texas. So fingers crossed, yeah. you know, some of that can happen. Yeah, and they'll probably add some yeah, more right. dates, hopefully, too. Yeah. Of course, Dan and Shay, their new single, I Should Probably Go to Bed. I love it. I should probably go to bed. I should probably turn off my phone. It's a good song, isn't it? I should quit while I'm Those dates are up, right, if people want to go check them out, yes. Dan and Shay on social media. So Morgan Wallen, congratulations to him. His debut album has made it to number one, and it's actually set a record because his debut album was released in 2018, wow. May of 2018. It's called If I Know Me. It's been 114 weeks on the chart, so it's been a slow climb, mm-hmm. but Morgan Wallen has the number one album in country music. Now, on the album, there are songs like his first single, Up Down. We just Whiskey Glasses is on the first album. I'm gonna need some whiskey glasses, cause I wanna see the truth. And it also includes chasing, chasing you. Like a shot of whiskey, burning, going down. Burning, kind of a slow rise for Morgan Wallen, but those songs have been proven over the course of that time. And of course, his latest single is called More Than My Hometown. It's Morgan Wallen. I love you more than a California sunset. It's not on that first album, but his second album, his sophomore album, is due out soon. So, Morgan Wallen, congratulations, number one on the country album charts. So, when Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman want to get away from Nashville, they're pretty serious. They purchased a condo in one of the most exclusive areas in New York City, in this famous building. Only $3.5 million for this apartment. How big is it? Is it huge? 1,600 square foot. Do what? Yes. There's only two and a half bathrooms. It's in Manhattan, so right in the center of New York City. Um, but it's inside that famous clock tower building in what they call Tribeca. Yeah, no, yeah, I know what that is. $3.5 million. And it's just kind of like a getaway from Nashville. It's like, oh, when we decide to go to New York City, we're going to stay in this. That is crazy. Yes. Okay, so it's $3.5 million Yes. divided by 1,600 square feet. <laughs> So, Keith okay. Urban, Nicole Kidman, that's how they roll. Yeah, let me tell you this. So a lot of houses now, like brand new construction, because I've been watching this stuff, $120 to $130 a square foot. That's kind of the Arkansas deal in Northeast Arkansas. You know, some older houses could be $100 a foot. Maybe right. even some are, are down at 80 Per square foot, Keith Urban's new home. Again, the, the high end around here is like $130. Theirs is $2,187 <laughs> a square foot. Whoa. That is insane. 
Hey, and Tim McGraw has released an acoustic performance of his, uh, his new song. It's called Good Taste in Women. This is from Tim McGraw. Take a listen. Check out Tim McGraw's performance on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog, which is up right now at kfine.com. That's your country music news, which is powered by Orville's Men's Store. Guys, if you want to redesign your fashion because you're tired of wearing the same stuff and you don't know who to ask, you don't know who to turn to for fashion advice, turn to Orville's Men's Store. On Nettleton in Jonesboro, find out more right now. You can shop them all across the state right now, all across the country right now, all across the world because we have people on the podcast all over the world. You can listen and shop all over the world at Orville'sMS.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by our friends at Families, Inc. We have Julie Matthews on the phone with us this morning representing the United Way. And if you're looking for a reason to, I don't know, get outside and have some fun, the United Way has a softball tournament coming up later on this month. So good morning, Julie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, we're good. We've had plenty of coffee at this point, and we are ready to tackle the entire world and solve all of the problems today. Oh, <laughs> good. So, how about you? Are you are you up and ready to go today? Yes, I am. I'm actually um, headed into work myself. So, so let's talk about the softball tournament coming up to benefit United Way because we're just a few weeks away from a big event that's going to help a lot of people. Yes, that's right. So, our tournament's going to be August the 28th and the 29th. Um, there is a $200 fee. It's a double elimination tournament. It's all to help the United Way, so we're really looking forward to it. Um, last year, we had a great turnout. It was probably um, the biggest one that we've had, and that was our fifth year. This We're entering our sixth year of doing this, so um, it's something we're really excited about and glad to be raising money for such a great organization as United Way. So the title, the the headline for this year's tournament is Batting for a Better Tomorrow. It's a way to raise money for the United Way. So for somebody who might not know how the United Way helps people, uh, how does it work in Northeast Arkansas? How does the United Way help? Okay, that's a great question. Um, so United Way is actually an organization that raises money. And um, we what we do with that money is we actually fund programs that are focused on improving education, financial stability, and we also promote healthy lives in the community. So we kind of focus on funding programs that deal with those areas. And we're actually funding about 19 programs in the community, and we actually cover um, several different counties in the area. So there's actually eight counties. You know, and it's interesting, too, when you talk to people who are out working for organizations like United Way, you hear that numbers in 2020, uh, you know, I mean, obviously across the country are probably down. So at this point, when you want to help out with United Way, it's even more important for you to find fun ways to do that. And again, if you're looking for a reason just to get outside and be able to get out and do something because you've been cooped up for so long, softball's a bunch of fun. Yes, it is so much fun. Um, and one reason we love this tournament is because this is – getting out to the kids about United Way. We're starting young. We're educating them on what United Way does so that hopefully as they grow into adults, that this is something that they want to continue um, to become more familiar with and maybe give back to their community as they get older. So divisions, let's talk divisions because there's multiple different divisions for young people who want to play, right? That's correct. So um, we have Several different divisions. Those are 8U, 10U, 12U, 14U, 16U, and high school division. And if people want to get signed up, I know that a lot of times people recommend getting signed up and registered early, especially as you're trying to look at teams and brackets and all that stuff. How can people get signed up? Okay, so they can actually, there's two ways. They can register with me, um, and my phone number is 870-215-6940. Okay. Or the second way to register is online, and that website is gsp.tournamentusasoftball.com. 
All right. And if people want more information, is there a Facebook page or an event page that's been uh, set up yet? And they can actually find more information um, by going to the United Way website. They can actually go to United Way Facebook page. Yep. They can also reach out to me if they just have questions. Too. And again, Julie's number, 870-215-6940. 100% of the gate fees go back to help the United Way, which is all involved with helping people and families and young people all across uh, Northeast Arkansas. So, Julie, again, good luck with the softball tournament. Again, it's happening August 28th and 29th at the Southside Softball Complex, but we do recommend that you get signed up early. Hey, thanks for coming on with us this morning. Thank you. Have a good morning. You too. Julie Matthews talking United Way Softball Tournament on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Here's Kane Brown, cool again, on Brandon Baxter in the morning. This is Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Your K-Fine Breakfast Club is powered by Families, Inc. And we have Landon Wise on the phone with us this morning. He is our buddy from John 316 Ministries. And Landon, we've been talking to you for how many years at this point? Mm, I've been at the ministry for 10 years, and I think I started coming in right right when I got there. And we, we were talking about our when we first started getting in the Jonesboro area yep. and, and serving in the community and starting our community fest, and y'all allowed us to come in. So 10 years strong now. That's so crazy. And when you came in, it wasn't like you were, um, I mean, you were a part of John 316 Ministries, but you were there because you needed a little bit of help at that point. That's right. Yeah, I struggled with a with a 15 year addiction and, and, uh, I grew up in a great family and, and, uh, great folks and, and raised the right way, kind of took the wrong path and, and, um, heard about John three sixteen while I was, I was actually in jail and, and, uh, kind of had an ultimatum of if I could go there or I could stay in jail. So I went to John three sixteen and, and found Christ and, and, uh, he changed my life and, and I thought, what a better place to, to make a difference than at John 3.16 and, and got to stay there. That's the Lord's will in my life is, is to be right there. Talk about life, the difference in life from what you were 15 years ago to what you are now. Um, man, I, life back then, I was just, I was just this, this hopeless. I didn't really have a, have a place to call home, didn't, um, didn't really know what, what God's will was in my life. Um, just running and gunning, doing whatever I wanted to do and, mm-hmm. and hurting others. And when it really, I didn't know I was, I didn't think I was, but I was. And, and, uh, today I get to go out and, and, uh, people that are still struggling, moms that, that have sons that they don't know what to do with and, and, uh, guys that don't know where to go, um, and offer them a place like John three sixteen and, and show them that they, Hey, there's a better way. Um, get Christ in your life. He's secure. Um, we have over 180 guys there right now, and uh, every week there's 20 to 25 men that are trying to get in. So um, this is a great place and, and um, completely free because most of the time guys don't have a don't have an extra ten thousand dollars laying around right. when they finally decide it's time to get help. Right. Yeah. So, um, so great the, place. The thing is, man, is you know, and many of us know people and and me directly in family who have gone through those same issues. You know, I think we were raised in a pretty a uh, healthy family and all that stuff. And, you know, all of a sudden nobody has this dream when they're young or, you know, early in their life that they want to grow up to be addicted to something that's going to cause so many problems, but it happens. And when it happens, that's the reason we need something to be there to lift us up like John three sixteen ministries. Now you guys, uh, you know, we see you do these different events. We have winter blast, we have community fest, but obviously 2020 looks different for everybody. And it looks different for John three sixteen ministries too, because you can't go do those big gatherings of seven to ten thousand people. That's right. You know, we uh we usually have a big event in Little Rock in April, and it obviously it got canceled. And then we do one at the camp called the Wild Game Supper, and uh, it comes up in May. And obviously we couldn't do that, but so here comes here comes August for Community Fest, and we just knew we were going to get to at least have a half a crowd or or something. And we had we had a big plans for an entertainer to come in and. It just worked out where we we couldn't do that. So, as John three sixteen runs strictly off donations and and uh, the community support, we knew we had to do something. So uh, we always have a nice giveaway, and so, so we decided, hey, we're just going to go out. We're going to sell tickets to this giveaway, which is a, a brand new uh, Intimidator side by side MTV, and and we're going to go out and sell tickets, and we're going to do an online Facebook live drawing for that. And and as we started. 
planning for that, things just kind of grew, and and uh, we got involved with this online auction. So you know, we always have a big car auction at our events, yeah. and so we're going to do this auction on Saturday night at six o'clock. Um, we're going to give draw the winning ticket. We've been all over Mississippi, Missouri, Arkansas. We even snuck into Alabama and sold some tickets. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Uh, well, yeah, so um, everybody knows about what's coming up. Uh, if you if you don't, you need to go to our website at, at john316thecure.com and, and check this out or check out our Facebook page. But at 6 o'clock Saturday night, Matthew West has agreed to, to play a couple of songs for us, um, do some encouraging words, and, and talk about John 316. And then we're going to have our live auction. Um, you don't want to. We've got some pretty sweet cars. I'm not a big car guy. I learn a little bit every year about what right. what what people like. But I know we have a a 1978 uh, Z28 Camaro. It's a T-top. It's That's a sweet awesome. car. We're yeah. going to have it in the auction. We've got an '81 Corvette. Um, we've got some Spartan mowers, diesel powered. It's going to be in there, and many other things. And so we just want you to tune in, see this. And if you bought a ticket, you want to. You want to tune in and see if you want. We will call, but it'd be yeah. pretty sweet to see your name called out online. And again, you can find out more at john316thecure.com. And the Facebook page, how can they find the Facebook page, Landon? Uh, just visit John 316 Ministries. Just put that in the search bar, and it'll be the first thing that pops up. And, and there's several uh, catering and, and uh, body shop, but just go to the John 316 Ministries, and everything will be right there. And again, the event is happening online this Saturday. John316thecure.com has the information, the auction items. I guess people can actually start the bidding process now, right? That's right. You can get on our Facebook page and click on the link, and you can get on there and, and, and view all the items and start bidding right now. So there's a few minimum bids set, but I think those have already been surpassed. So just get on there and, and uh, find you a good deal. All right, man. We appreciate you talking to us this morning. And as always, we're proud of what you guys do with John316. Hey, thanks, Brandon. All right, Landon Wise joins us this morning live on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. We have Sarah Tipton on the phone with us this morning from the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas. Good morning, Miss Sarah. Good morning, Brandon. How are you this morning? Hey, we're doing good, man. Have you had your coffee this morning? I have not. Uh, what? Shocker, I have not. I know it's. You must have just woke up. You must have just <laughs> no, woke up. No, I haven't. I was a little too warm this morning for coffee, believe it or not. Hmm. So what's your caffeine choice this morning? Actually, I'm trying to go caffeine-free until I get to the office. Oh, I got you. <laughs> so let me yeah. ask you this, because you did weather forever on television. Mm-hmm. Do people still ask you about the weather? Oh, yeah. And my, my new coworkers at the food bank, one of them was jokingly asking me, well, when it's going to rain? And I was like, oh, about such and such time this afternoon. And the next day he came, came to me and he was like, you're right. That's so you're crazy. Right. I was like, yeah, said so. <laughs> do you still follow the weather? Like, do you still look at it every day? I do, yes. Yeah, that's cool. You mind if I give Kai your number? Because he always wants to know the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Please, be, hey, you would be surprised. I have actually sat down with a handful of um, my friend's kids and talked about weather and, and kind of helped ease some of their fears about um, big storms and tornadoes and all of that. Ooh, I love that. Because like Kai's deal, he was fascinated by the storms after the tornado, right? Because he, right. He, just, he had never seen anything like that before, never hit that close to home. Obviously, we got very lucky here. But ever since that point, he was like, at first, he was like, Dad, I think I want to be a storm chaser. And I'm like, ooh, son, I'm not really sure. Why don't you think about maybe you know tracking the storms like a meteorologist? And I really think that's something he has interest in. Well, that's great. So, we can talk more about that later. I'm going to send him to your house, okay? But yeah, absolutely. Okay. So anyway, Sarah's on this morning to talk about the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas. And as we go through a pandemic and a very unpredictable year, um, you know, there's people in need and maybe even more need in 2020 than there has been in a long time. Our projected need or those who are experiencing hunger in Arkansas, specifically in our congressional district, is going up by nearly 35% this year. Wow. And much of it's probably yes. job displacement, lost wages, things of that nature, right? That's correct. There's always a great need in the state of Arkansas, especially in the 12 counties that we serve in Northeast Arkansas. And you, with me starting at the food bank just in the last few weeks, I've really 
gotten to see and learn what the food bank does and how um, how many people in Northeast Arkansas that the food bank serves and helps. Uh, and it's just a constant in and out of food. It is unreal. If you are not involved in the food bank, it's really kind of mind-blowing what happens, um, what, what the food bank and um, the volunteers there are able to do and provide. I think one of the things that, that we need to think about is the fact that nobody ever had this vision that one day they would need to turn to an outside source for food. You know, you think that you're always going to be able to provide that for you and your family. And then something happens like a job loss or, you know, a business shuts down or your hours are cut and you need that help. And it's great to know there's an organization in Northeast Arkansas who basically says, come on, we want to help. That's absolutely right. And we, you know, the food bank helps provide a lot of the food pantries in our 12 counties with those, with those necessities to provide to um, folks across across the 12 counties and as well as um, some of the drop-offs that we do. You know, it's a very well-oiled machine and you just don't think I might be that person. Yeah. You are cruising along, doing a wonderful thing. You're being really productive at your job and all of a sudden you get that pink slip. What do you do? You go into panic mode and thankfully the food bank and our network helps provide that support. Um, to those who are facing food insecurity in Northeast Arkansas. I mean, I think about a little kid who who doesn't really know what's going on, knows that mom or dad doesn't go to work anymore and doesn't really understand the stress. But if there's that, that young kid that I picture, you know, who's sitting there without a meal for dinner or without lunch or breakfast, that just breaks my heart. And child hunger in this part of the country is a huge issue. And it's yeah. something that we're working to solve and remedy with with our programs um, through the food bank. How can we as individuals who, uh, those of us who, you know, have been able to retain employment through the pandemic, how can we help the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas? What if you were able to wear a t-shirt and it could provide dozens of meals in Northeast Arkansas? That's awesome. That's really awesome. Wear a shirt, change lives. Yeah. Feed people. So our, um, early fall event called Empty Bowls is shifting to a t-shirt fundraiser this year. So you can purchase a t-shirt. Our our website is live, foodbankofnea.org, and you are able to purchase a t-shirt. It's going to say, it's really cute, a great kind of mm, olive green, Mm -hmm. um, and the logo on the front says, no more empty bowls. How wonderful would that be if we were able to do that? for Northeast Arkansas, provide no more empty bowls, feed every bowl, feed every belly across this part of the state. That's our goal. So let's break out all of those shirts. They're $30 um, and they're coming a range of sizes. You can purchase one of those shirts and you can guarantee that your food, that that food will make it to the table of Northeast Arkansans for weeks to come. So when you talk about one shirt, any idea how much that one shirt can impact a a person or a family? That one shirt can provide about 100 meals. That's so crazy. One shirt, Mm -hmm. you can help that many people with one shirt. If people want to grab it. 60 meals. I apologize. I got my data wrong. But 60 meals, one shirt. 60 meals. Yes, that's right. That's so crazy. Right. And we're sitting here, you know, and how much money do you waste in a day where you could say, I'm going to buy a shirt for 30 bucks. I can wear it and show my friends that I helped take my social media photos and show that I helped and know that we're helping people who are in need in a time of need across the country. But especially in Northeast Arkansas, we know there are people who need help and no more empty bowls in that shirt. I think that's a great idea. I am so thrilled that our committee that we're working with have decided to shift um, and still have this event. Yes, it looks a lot different this year, but everything does, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. So let's all, and everybody needs t-shirts right now. I mean, we're all at home, not right. doing much. <laughs> so, hey. Or you work in radio and that's what you wear. Hey, where can, exactly. people, where can people get those shirts if they want? Can they get them on the website? Yes, on our, we're doing a website drive right now. Okay. So it's live on the Food Bank's website, foodbankofnea.org. There's going to be a link that you'll see, empty bowls. Um, click on it. You can purchase your shirt. 
you can even, we still have sponsorships available. We will have a, um, logos of sponsors on the back yep. and a list of sponsors at a certain level as well. We have entree sponsors and snack sponsors. We'd love to have your business um, help out with empty bowls this year. Are there other events you guys are planning as we uh, look at the end of the year? Because obviously we get toward the holidays and I've heard, you know, that maybe some of the organizations who typically try to help around the holidays uh, might not be able to hold their events either. So I think the food bank, again, that needs going to be there and it's going to be great this uh, holiday season too. Yes, it will be a tremendous, tremendous need. And so of course we'll have still the food bank. And as we go into next year, we are working on our acre of hope event that focuses on the agriculture community. So hopefully we will be able to, to raise quite a bit of pounds of food, quite a bit of dollars Mm -hmm. to provide meals um, through the end of the year and into the beginning of the year, that wintertime here in Northeast Arkansas. And just remember, $1 can provide up to four meals in Northeast Arkansas. Hey, let us know how we can help you as you guys go forward because we definitely want to be able to help uh, however we can spread the word in any other way we could. Hey, we'll do it. Thank you, Brandon. All right. Sarah Tipton joins us from the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas. You can find out more again at foodbankofnea.org. It's your K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. We have Brandon Murphy on the phone with us this morning from Breaking Bonds Ministries. Good morning, man. How are you? Man, I'm great. How are y'all? Hey, good. we're good. So tell me what your day has looked like so far, just so we can kind of figure out what you do when you wake up. Today, I, I wake up, my alarm goes off at 521 every morning. And uh, the reason it's 521 is because sometimes I might snooze for nine minutes and I like to get up on an even number. See? <laughs> so. Oh, my goodness. That's Dude, hilarious. I love quirks like that. <laughs> but most of the time I'm up at 521. But just in case yep. I want to snooze, I it doesn't throw my whole day off. So, and then I get up, and we have a Bible study out here at the ministry. At we eat breakfast at six, and then we do Bible study at six thirty, wow. and then around seven we start our day. And that's where I'm at now. I've been sitting here at my desk listening uh, to the show this morning, and you know, the people y'all have had on this morning. It, we live in an awesome community, really. You yeah, know, yeah. we have so many different causes that help people, and it's just awesome to be a part of that. No, so let's talk Breaking Bonds Ministries, which is Jonesboro-based. And, uh, I mean, you guys are out there doing good stuff and helping people. And kind of give me the vision behind Breaking Bonds Ministries. Uh, Breaking Bonds Ministries was created, I don't know, about four years ago. And uh, three years ago, we became an in-house treatment facility. And, uh, you know, we just we want to save, help bring people uh, that are lost we want to show them a new way of life and we take them in for seven months, uh, completely free. Uh, we want them to work through their court while they're here. We work on getting their GEDs, their driver's license, uh, job when they leave here, because, you know, that's so important when someone wants to get help is what comes after the help. You know, right. we try to make sure that they have all that lined up and, uh, you know, we're on, on call 24 seven and we have about 26 guys here now. And uh, we're just continuing to grow. And it's through, you know, we're talking about a golf tournament this morning, but it's through these events that we're able to continue to offer free help for men. Yeah, so for somebody who might be at a point where they either feel lost themselves or maybe, you know, it's a family member in the car right now, because we've gone through this in my own family, where you're like, oh, my gosh, we need to find a way to help. How can people reach out to Breaking Bonds to figure out how you can impact their family? Um, they can call our office at 333-5404, or they can go to Facebook, social media. We have a Facebook page. I actually uh, just made a post this morning about, you know, if someone's out there struggling right now and, you know, they, they, they want some help, then, you know, you're in Jonesboro or if you're surrounding communities in Jonesboro, we're here to offer that help, you know. So all they have to do is reach out, and uh, we, we will talk to them and see if we can't get them the help that they need. So when you see people come in and they're at a low point in their life and they're struggling and their family's upset and they might have lost their wife or their kids or, or you know, it's their family's broken at this point. Um, what's it feel like when you see somebody who's been able to come into a structured situation and turn everything around? Man, there is there's nothing greater really on, on our end to get to see that day in, day out, day out. You know, people love success stories, underdog stories. 
And, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much what we deal with is the people that uh, the world has given up on. And a lot of times these guys have, have given up on themselves. Um, and it's just awesome to see them come in. You know, for the first month, it, it, it kind of varies with guys getting acclimated to the program. Mm-hmm. But after that first month, because they don't get to see their family for 30 days, but after they stick it out for that first month and their families start coming back and you see the joy and the restoration in these families, you know, that's, that's something a lot of people don't get to see on a day-to-day basis. And I'm very blessed to get to see it day in and day out doing what I do. For people battling or struggling with some type of addiction, that cycle is brutal and nobody wants to stay in the cycle, but sometimes you just don't know how to get out of it. You don't. Yeah. I've been there. I know you feel, you feel isolated. You feel like nobody cares. And, uh, you know, the world and, and the choices that you've made have beat you down to a point where you, where you don't care. But, you know, if you're in that place in your life, all you have to do is just reach out to someone. There are people that love everybody and, and people truly do want the best for everyone. Um, addiction is kind of a, a, a monster. You know, we, addiction causes a lot of bur- bridges to be burned. And, uh, you know, a lot of destruction in the past. But, you know, people truly do want to see people do good. And, you know, there's nothing greater than getting to see that. So really, you could think about it from helping the individual. I think about it from the perspective of, you know, the parents who have their son back, the kids who have their dad back. I mean, that's that's powerful and that's strong. And I think, uh, you know, one of the ways you can do this is by going out and either finding sponsors, corporate sponsors, or by doing events where people can go out and have fun and raise money at the same time. And that's the reason you have this benefit golf tournament coming up on September the 4th. It's a Friday at Ridge Point. It's a great reason to tell your boss you're not coming to work. It's a great reason to have your boss pay for you to go play golf. It's a great sponsorship type thing. Uh, you guys still have some spots open for that? Yeah, we've still got several spots available. And, uh, you know, we're still a couple weeks out. So last we did a tournament in the spring and a lot of those teams came in the last couple of weeks. So uh, we're looking forward to the phone starting to ring. And, you know, it is a big weekend. I think that's Labor Day weekend, opening day of dove season on Saturday. And like you said, it'd be a great day to on a Friday to, you know, leave work at 11 o'clock, come play golf, and then start your extended weekend. So we look forward to people coming out and, and playing golf with us. And also on the other end of that, supporting a ministry that, uh, that helps people at their lowest point. If people want to be a part of the golf tournament, I know that we're talking September 4th as the date of the tournament, but you guys really need to get uh, the information kind of knocked or uh, nailed down, locked down before we get to September the 4th. Uh, people can get signed up right now, right? That's right. Uh, my number, like you can go to our, our Facebook page, and my number is 870-273-8090. My phone is always on, so uh, you can give me a call at any time. And I would love to get you signed up. Whole sponsors, we still have a lot of whole sponsors available. Whole sponsors run uh, $100. There's no limit to how many you can buy. And uh, you just get a, we'll, we'll have um, a sign made and put on a tee box for, you know, advertisement. And, you know, right. advertisement works or nobody, or people wouldn't do it. So no. it is a good way to, to get your name out there. Well, really, when you look at a golf tournament, it is a lot of business people who go out and play and they go out there. Uh, they, they either take their clients with them or it's the coworkers all going out. So, again, circle that date on your calendar. Put it in your phone, September the 4th. It's a Friday at Ridgepoint Country Club, Breaking Bonds Ministries, and their golf tournament. And uh, if people want to get more information, Brandon, where's the best spot they can grab the information? Uh, they can grab it off our Facebook page. Uh, we have a, the flyer uh, posted the top pin to the top of our uh, board, so information is easily accessible. And my number's also on that flyer as well. There you go. Brandon Murphy on the phone with us this morning from Breaking Bonds Ministries. We appreciate what you guys are doing to put families back together, man. Man, we thank you for what you do today, Brandon. All right. Have a great morning. You too, man. All right. Again, you can look up Breaking Bonds Ministries on Facebook to find out more. It's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Our buddy's on the phone. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. He is the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. Welcome back to the show. Dr. Kevin Reed from VetCare. Good morning. Good morning. Can I tell you, because we work right next door to you guys. You guys at VetCare 
seem like you're busy all the time. It's been pretty busy for the summer. It really has. And, um, you know, we're getting a little more efficient in doing our curbside pickup and drop-off and services. So, you know, it does take a little more time, though. So. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I see we people there, they work late to make sure everything's taken care of. They're there on the weekends. I mean, your staff is top-notch in how they handle uh, the animals that come in there who need some extra care or maybe even lodging for the weekend. Yes, it's definitely a seven-day-a-week job, that's for sure. So one of the things Kelly and I were talking about this morning as we were kind of prepping to talk to you was the fact that, you know, there was a story last week about a dog, um, and the question was, could a dog get COVID? Could a dog have coronavirus? And I guess there's something going on right now where they're really looking into that a little bit heavier. Yeah, this is pretty timely. Just yesterday on the news, they they reported a dog that died in North Carolina. It um, presented with signs of respiratory distress. The owner noticed it was having difficulty breathing. And so they took it to the uh, North Carolina State uh, Veterinary Hospital. Um, And um, it apparently died like very shortly, you know, from the acute illness. And uh, the owner let the staff at the hospital know that a member of the family had previously been tested um, positive for COVID-19 and then later was tested negative. So they sent samples off to the uh, uh, National Veterinary Services Lab and the dog, the tissue, the samples were confirmed to be positive for the COVID-19 virus. And um, they they did a necropsy, which is basically an animal autopsy. And uh, to try to determine the uh, state of health at the time of the death and the actual cause of the death. And uh, as of yesterday, the investigation was still ongoing. They don't have, you know, they didn't uh, release any of uh, the uh, results from that test. Right. But, um, you know, that uh, it was an eight, eight-year-old Newfoundland, which was a big, you know, a, large, a giant breed dog. And um, so, you know, there's still the CDC stand is still that it's, uh, no evidence that pets play a significant role in spreading COVID-19, but as more of these cases come around, we may find out that, you know, maybe, yes, they can be a uh, reservoir. And I think we talked a few weeks ago about, you know, if you do test positive, you should still try to socially distance yourself from your pets, if that's possible. Right. Uh, because we know that test, uh, pets have been tested positive. And, uh, you know, even though this is the first case of uh, presumptive, you know, actual clinical illness from the disease, uh, you know, in the past, they just thought maybe they, you know, acquired the virus and it harbored in the nasal passages, but it didn't really cause disease. So I think it's like a lot of other things about the virus, you know, the answer is still not clear on that. So we may see more and more of these. There was an earlier report, um, a dog that got sick in April and owners were positive for the virus. And over the period of the from April through June, the dog became had illness and various things, and it ended up dying. But it was also determined that the dog developed lymphoma during that time. So, you know, the actual cause of the death was never attributed to coronavirus, but you know, it could have played a role in um, suppressing the dog's immune system or some other issue, or the dog may have been, you know, developing the lymphoma at the time. So. You know, that's the thing. Uh, pets, just like people, can have multiple health issues right. and uh, then, you know, get the virus or presumptively get the virus. And so, you know, it's trying to determine what actually is the cause of death. So it'll be interesting to see the results of that investigation, though. So, I mean, we hear about, uh, I guess, pets that have some type of respiratory problem anyway. Has there been anybody who's brought a pet in to you worried that it was a coronavirus deal or has that really not affected the pet population here just yet? I've had, yeah, I haven't seen any. I've had calls concerning that, and, um, you know, I just haven't, uh, we haven't actually tested any, sent off any samples tested. Uh, you know, they do have a lot of upper respiratory viruses and upper respiratory issues. It's probably the second or third most common clinical illness presentation that we see, you know, just right, right behind GI issues. And, uh, you know, but they, you know, dogs can have tracheitis, tracheobronchitis. Uh, heartworm disease can cause respiratory problems. Um, you know, allergies can cause sneezing, coughing. Uh, infectious diseases like canine distemper can present with a respiratory illness in younger dogs. So, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, dogs get that, you know, can have 
symptoms of what you would expect, uh, similar to coronavirus in people. So, uh, you know, right now we're going to keep our fingers crossed that pets aren't an important part in, in transmission uh, of the virus because that would kind of kind of stir the pot a little more, you know, if that, if that became possible. Well, that would change it all. Hey, we appreciate yeah. you keeping us abreast of all the information this morning. Dr. Kevin Reed from VetCare. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. And the cool thing is he's right next door to us. We can wave at him, Kelly. Hey. Hey. I see y'all. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> all right, you too. Dr. Kevin Reed from VetCare on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, our podcast has every bit of the show. If you only heard a little bit today, maybe one of your friends was on the K-Fine Breakfast Club. You can always go back and listen to the full show on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available wherever you get your mm-hmm. podcasts. That could be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn. Even on Alexa, if you're at home, maybe you're sitting there on the couch, like, I want to turn on the podcast. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? America's Got Talent results show, the season finale of World of Dance, and the two-hour season finale of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.